Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Tuesday. It's Rob and Big Suk is back. Yeah, ready? There he is. Sod up. Went to Detroit and partied <laughs> over the weekend. That's where everyone goes to party, right? Go to Detroit. With oh, dude. <laughs> Schultz's back over there. Up to my ears in work today, it feels like. Oh. Not I'm complaining, sorry. just like, I ah. feel like you're complaining a little bit. No, I'm not. I just That's, uh, that's, a, that's a swag guard technique. Boy, sure am busy today, no, boys. No, 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 no. It's just, uh, sorry I haven't talked as much. Maybe you guys prefer oh. that, and that's okay. But that's hey, Rob, fun. sorry, man. I'm just mm. um, swamped today, so just okay. uh, it, don't expect a, a lot out of me. I'm up to my ears. The show today. needs more Schultze. I think that's, I'm a little disappointed in his lack of... Yeah, well, maybe if he wasn't up to his ears in work, he'd be a little more, you <laughs> it, know, That's so freedom. generic. What do you mean, work? It's this just, is your work. Sometimes the producer has a lot more to do than normal. Like, we actually... Actually, uh, so because of the Thanksgiving holiday, we got to fill our timesheets out early. Oh, the timesheets. Oh, yeah. yeah, I had an expense oh, report to do. Schultz, I can guarantee you that no one cares. <laughs> I guarantee you that. Schultz, I want you to know that I care. I, I you, you just asked work. That, no, I know. I'm just saying, I just don't I, think the listeners yeah. are like, what? I care. I care about your timesheets, right. Schultz. I, mean, I shouldn't nobody, have asked. Nobody cares. You're there's right. A, there's I a should. lot going on. Right. and you know, it's, I'll, you know. I'll shut up and go back to not being I walked by the door from PN. Yeah, I went pee the last break, <laughs> and I walk by the door and I hear this ah! in the in his studio, and I ducked my head in there. I'm like, "Hey, did you?" It sounded like he said "Rob." Yeah. He was yelling for me to walk when I walked by, and I uh, ducked my head in there. I'm like, "What? Did you say my name?" And he's like, "No, I said <clears throat> GD." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, why?" And he's like, "He's all frazzled and he's rummaging through papers and." Maybe there is a lot of work going on it's in there. I don't know what it is. I, I don't but... know. Again, this is this is again the I'm Jason like, Swigard theory is if you act really busy and you do a lot of heavy size and you like move a lot of papers around, 
We assume you're really busy and then therefore invaluable. Schultz's got like 12 weeks while Buck is gone to prove that this place can't run without him. And the key to that is to say you're really busy and then just like look uh, annoyed all the time. And again, Schultz, he mixes in one of these every now and then. How's, when Like when someone asks how you're doing, or like, hey, there's Schultz. He just dropped one of these. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Just lot, lot, lot on my plate, guys. A lot on my plate. I'd rather smile. I'd rather smile. And then me. do the, you know what? I don't want to talk about it because, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to complain. Operation just... Replace Swag has begun. <laughs> He's been here a long time. You can shove him out the door. It's a mercy killing at this point. All right, coming up, uh, the future of Chip Kelly, if he is fired. Um, Oregon State, Washington State, win in court. What does that mean? In the club tonight, I have more flight drama and what people 100 years ago predicted for us in 2023. Oh, like I, I'm interested. I that stuff always fascinates me because if you took the average person and asked them what the future looks like a hundred years from now, like in it's like who could possibly know? Like what? Especially yeah, you'd with, be way off. Yes, with especially, but it, like as fast as stuff is moving now, like the AI stuff has just recently happened, and everyone assumes <laughs> that in like three years, like Skynet will be upon us. By the way, can I just this is this is the best thing that's happened all day. I oh. just want to right before we get to the hot five at five. Uh, our our esteemed head accountant Chuck yeah, yeah. is in. He is listening to the program <laughs> yes. and he has text in. Yeah. He said, "This is Chuck. Timesheets and expense reports should take you five minutes." <laughs> wow! <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> shots fired. That's fantastic. And I have no reason to do anything. That is right. fantastic. Well, the only time Chuck has ever that's, that's texted great. our show <laughs> is, is to shoot Schultzy down. Schultz, man, don't let him get you down. Just keep looking busy and and sigh a lot. You know, you got a lot happening in there, man. You got timesheets to do. You got weebelos. You know, you got to get the Christmas lights up. And there's a Thanksgiving turkey involved. I mean, there's a lot I'm of so, S happening. I'm so embarrassed. All right. God. Let's, uh, can you hit, do you have time to hit the hot five of five? Or are you too no, stuck? No, no, you, you got too much, here and do it? too much paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Jesus. That is the best text we've gotten in months. <laughs> You know, Schultz, anytime you're ready, bud. Just Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Number five. Uh, I missed this text earlier. I was just scrolling through. Uh, what if the guy that saw the giant in Sweet Home, what if it was just Arvita Sabonis on a hike? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you saw him, especially nowadays, just cruising around like the hills, I'm sure that freaked ah! you out a little bit. George Mirasan's out there. You're like, what the hell? Uh, Peter Seidler, Padres owner, has died. Yeah. He was only 63. No cause given as of yet. Uh, ownership of the team remains in his family. Yeah, I saw that the, a couple of the players, like Hugh Darvish, was uh, was rocking up to the stadium and they were dropping off flowers. Uh, he was Apparently, weird. he was pretty popular. Yeah, he was a he was they a he him. was a well liked guy. I thought yeah. it was weird though. Darvish and his wife were going up, and they were both in Hugh Darvish's jerseys. I thought that was a little strange. Got to stay on brand. I guess. Yes, yeah, like what? But MLB yeah. announces its managers of the year. In the American League, it's Brandon Hyde of the Orioles. And in the National League, it's Marlins manager Skip Schumacher. 
The Marlins were a great story. I mean, who the hell saw the Marlins coming? I feel like, I feel like the Marlins do that every year, though. Doesn't it seem like, oh, wow, the Marlins are better than we thought? Yeah, every that, year. They're kind of like the new Oakland A's. Because the A's yeah. used to do that. Now yeah. the A's just and, suck. And the Marlins are just kind of always. Yeah, it's there. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, look at that. Oregon coach Dan Lanning says there's zero chance he will be coaching somewhere else, says he is not going anywhere. Which means he will be the next coach of the Texas A&M Aggies. He will not. No. He's not going to Texas A&M. No. And And he said he has unfinished business in Eugene right now. He maintains he is not concerned about getting a better contract. Of course, his name is surfacing at Texas A&M. Coach Prime, now, he says the same thing about A&M, but he said it in a different way. He said he got bristly and said, I'm here. My dog's here. My daughters are here. My sons are here. My mom's here. That was his bit. But I live in Texas, and uh, I would listen. So, Oh, and his sister's there. Yeah. It would be the first time that someone took a, a... Dude, that guy's out of there. It took a job after like a five-game losing streak. Don't you think? Well, Mel Tucker had the one year at Colorado. We won like five games. And, and Prime he, is out of there. He left to take a buttload of money. Well, he says they're all here with him. He brought them there with him. That is yeah. true. He brought the Louis. He brought everything. Anyway. I'll take the Louie on the road down to How did Texas How did Schultze have time to pipe in with that hot That's commentary. how multi-talented he is. God. He's hitting buttons. He's doing TPS reports, timesheets, and he's making hot comments. And he's wearing the hell out of that Mariners pullover. I mean, God, he's the total package. If I could be more red, <laughs> God, I, what's the most red thing in the universe? That's the, that's how I'm the sun? Yeah, there Wait, you go. I'd be the sun. Is the sun red? What are you talking about? Krypton? <laughs> what? We're getting into Superman? A red sun? I don't know. <laughs> well, he threw me off. He said, what's the most red thing in the universe? I'm like, ah, the sun? I, I don't know. Bob Knight's ass. The Blazers court when they play out for the... Oh, yeah, the, the tournament. Hey, big college basketball tonight. Number one, Kansas takes on number 17, Kentucky, later in Chicago. Uh, right now, they're at the uh, what they call the State Farm Champions Classic. Number nine, Duke, leads number 18, Michigan State, 33-25. to uh, both of those schools have already lost a game, so whoever loses here, they suck. They will probably fire their coach or something. I don't know. Didn't Michigan State got Michigan State got beat by like the yeah some, James like, Madison? Yeah, wasn't it was like it? His, yeah, his, yeah, it was like Izzo's nephew coaches there. Somebody like that. Yeah. Uh, Blazers are one and zero in group play in the coveted in season tournament. Game two is tonight. <laughs> are any of the players aware that this is a big in season tournament? I think Jeremy Grant is because well, well, I don't know about this game, but. At the end of the last in-season tournament game, yeah. Brooke Olsendam was interviewing Jeremy Grant, and yeah. she's like, oh, what a what a Start. statement to the in-season tournament. And he looked at her like, oh, yeah. Uh, oh. I think when they walk out and see the court, they'll be like, oh, yeah. it's the t- That's the only reason anyone knows it's the in-season tournament is they see the damn court. <clears throat> They're playing in Utah tonight. Uh, the Bills fire offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. Assistant Joe Brady takes over. That's where Joe Brady was. Yeah. Remember him, the old LSU yeah. of offensive coordinator? By the way, when you look at, at Dorsey's, his offensive rankings versus Dables, They're about Dor- the same, aren't they? Dorsey's actually a little bit better. Yeah, Josh Allen looked up. Well, it's weird, and we'll talk about this later, but Buffalo's offense is not bad. No, it actually ranks really high. It's just, But Josh Allen has looked awful. Yeah. And so, I don't know, it's weird. And I was reading a stat that said they hadn't eclipsed 25 points since October 1st. So we'll get more into that later. Cowboys linebacker Leighton Vander Esch is now out for the season, and his career is in jeopardy uh, with that neck injury. Raiders claim cornerback Jack Jones off of waivers from the Patriots. 
Uh, he is reunited with Antonio Pierce. He coached him in high school and college. All right, number one is this. The court has ruled in favor of Oregon State and Washington State in their lawsuit over voting rights in the Pac-12. This means, very simply, that the Beavers and the Cougars are sole members of the Pac-12 board. Yeah. And the Pac-12 board is what votes on what happens with all the monies. Now, there's a lot of nuance to this. Do you want to get into it afterwards? Well, we'll get into yeah. it next. Yeah, Because the judge said a lot. Yeah. So it's not as simple just as Oregon right. State and Washington State have all the monies. But it is a big first <laughs> step uh, for Washington State and Oregon State. It's a big victory. Yeah, we will get into this next. Um, the, the judge did say it's merely a preliminary injunction. The yeah. stay will last until the end of the week. Of course, it will be appealed. It will head to the Washington State Supreme Court in Olympia, and then a new judge will yeah. handle it. And he actually extended that stay until Monday. So, oh, okay. Then the appeal process has already begun. But he, you know, he said some interesting things in there, the judge. But yeah, the the future of four hundred plus million dollars was not going to be settled by a judge from Colfax, Washington. <laughs> That's not going to quite fly. Uh, so we'll get into that next, what it all means. The Hot Five at Five, brought to you by Victor Rico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at Victor, victorricos.com. It is 519 on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, a little late-breaking news today that uh, the judge up in, uh, what did you say, Colfax, Washington? <laughs> yeah, it's like Whitman County, but I, I think the actual courthouse is in Colfax, which if you've ever been to Colfax, it, it's amazing. that, And that's right outside of Pullman. Um, I once drove through Colfax on the way to see one of my brother's games, and there was a sign that said, Welcome KKK. I'm not kidding. Oh, wow. There was a Klan rally out there. Jesus. <laughs> not trying to disparage all the fine people of Colfax, but it's interesting that that is uh, the seat where the fate of $400 plus million <laughs> was going to be decided, but... I mean, it was. I think it was Judge Libby. Um, yeah, was... he said the. He said he grew up where conduct spoke louder than words. So, in a stunning turn of events, he has voted in favor of Oregon State and Washington State. Yeah. In their lawsuit, so so right now, uh, the Beeves and Cougs 
would be the only two voting members of the Pac-12. Now he, he did say that this is not a, this is not a shutout. He said that it's um, he said that this is going to be modified to make sure that the ten are still treated in a fair manner. No one's going to take advantage of someone else. Um, but he did say that uh, both sides would benefit from a judicial uh, what did he call it? A judicial um, guidance. And he said that he thought that the uh, plaintiffs were more likely to prevail. He's saying, look, if you guys can't come to an agreement here, I think Oregon State and Washington State are going to win. But he admitted that this decision will only last as long as the appeal, which it's already been appealed. It's going to go to the Washington State Supreme Court. And, of course, the other universities are saying, dude, this covers six jurisdictions. There's no way in hell that a judge from rural county Washington has a right to decide this. And that's true. So it's going to go to the Supreme Court, and, and we'll see what happens. But and only there's... the Washington Supreme Court. So is, could it go beyond that? I'm assuming it could. Because, it could... again, if they could argue then that yeah. this isn't just a Washington State thing, this involves, again, six jurisdictions. Then, then it would go higher than that. It would, it would. So, hmm. ultimately, I still think it behooves everyone to still come to a deal, and uh, and we still don't know what progress has been made. They've been having uh, a mediator work with them. We still don't know where that's at. But maybe the uh, the Pac two now has a little more leverage in saying, "Hey, the judge just said we're likely to prevail. Maybe you come to the negotiating table with a little more oomph." Because it sounds like when you read between the lines. That the 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 leaving schools the the other uh, eight aren't necessarily I guess it would be the other ten you include UCLA and USC into it they're not really concerned about the future earnings they're concerned about the four hundred million in payouts this year because remember they control not just the future stuff but this year I mean you're talking four hundred plus million million uh, dollars well, and, how would they control future after this year they're well gone. they they control the future because they still have all the assets of the Pac-12 and they have all the uh, the next six years of the basketball money that's coming in. Uh. So they control that, and they control the bowl contracts, and they control the name, image, and likeness, and then they would still have all of the uh, Pac-12 studios and and the uh, and the equipment there. So, that, so when you're saying 400, what is it, like $420 million? That's this year's payouts. Plus... That's just this that's year's, just that's this just year's, year's payouts. Well, Oregon's, $40 million basically per school times, so, you know... Okay, but like the judge said... Oregon State and Washington State are not going to be allowed to just keep that money. I, I don't think I so. I mean, come on. He said it in there. It's yeah. like, Even that guy's a kook fan, and yeah. he said it. He's, He's like, like yeah, no one's going to yeah, be able no to take one, advantage. You're not going to be able to just take that money. Yes. Um, at the same time, uh, outside of that, outside of the— I would imagine you're right. They will settle, right? Like, they're, they're, there's a mediator. They're, they're talking about what's fair, uh, maybe even in the end— uh, because of a little bit more leverage, the Beavers and Cougs win a little bit more, and they get money to, yeah, stop suing and go away. Right? Yeah, because the I think it was the UW's attorney said that if if Oregon State and Washington State were to withhold this year's payouts, it would be catastrophic. Like, I mean, you've got schools here that if you just decide that they're not getting forty million dollars, I mean. Look at look at what Arizona and UCLA are going through in Cal. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's that's that's big outside boy outside of that. Let's say they figure all that out. Yeah. What, then what are we talking about? I, I think what you I think to me what you've gotten in this is that in some shape or form the Pac-12 is going to continue. Like it, it, right. So Oregon State and Washington. Let's start there. So yes. Oregon State and Washington State being the only voting members. Yeah. 
basically means that once the other schools are off are out and in their other leagues they have the name they have the name they 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 can then add 8 to 10 or whatever yes. and make it the Pac-12 instead of jumping to the Mountain West and and being seen as demoted to the yeah. to that league so you'll still you won't be a power 5 you're still playing the same teams yeah you'll still be Mountain West but you can call it the Pac-12 yes so th- this by doing this you control all the future assets, you control the name, you have the bold contracts, all that, and all that stuff still isn't like no one's just gonna sit there and be like, Oh, you're the Pac 12. But you can probably take some of that future money that you're gonna get from at least the basketball, um, which is a hundred plus million, and you can use that to to do some buyouts with other schools, um, for their conference buyouts, make it more attractive for them to to come jump on board. It's gonna keep Oregon State and Washington State afloat for the next couple of years. Cause remember, you have two years to to, to get to at least eight teams. So it sounds like at least for a year or two, Oregon State and Washington State with the money will be able to just stay alive, come up with some sort of uh, scheduling merger with the Mountain West, and then backfill and become the Pac-8, Pac-10, Pac-12 with Mountain West and maybe some other schools. And you won't be a Power 5, but you'll be the best of the non uh power five or i guess it would be power four at that point but you would still have a place at the table because the the yeah you know as long as you're the highest one of the five highest conference champs right you would still have a place at the in, yeah, in the so new cultural playoff i feel like the idea of power five doesn't really matter as much now that they're going to 12 teams in the playoff uh, it matters less yes i mean if you win that league you're in that tournament one would think although they're they're already talking about you know, needing to switch that whole criteria. Sure, but the big one is still the the money. Your your TV, you're not going to make any money, and that's going to be yeah. the the downside to it. And that's not going to change. No one's coming along and giving you a big fat TV contract. So, um, it's a it's a really nice step for Oregon and Oregon State. And I would assume now, I mean, Oregon State and Washington, Oregon State, State. Washington State. Sorry, and the judge even said that um that this is only going. to, He said, keep in mind, this is only going to exist as long as it takes for the Supreme Court in, in Olympia to decide this, unless you guys come to common ground. He's even telling them, find common ground, and now that you have this, and Oregon State and Washington State have a little leverage here, I'm assuming that you can go back to the table. You just had a judge say, hey, look, they're likely to win. I'm ruling in their favor. Do you guys want to drag this out? And by the way, Oregon State and Washington State can't afford to drag this out. They can't keep paying attorneys. They can't keep kicking this down the road. And and they've got to come up with a, a plan for next year. Stat. You're 10 months away, and you don't have a game on your schedule. So what do you think? And by the way, they tried to reach. They got desperate. They tried to reach out to the Sun Belt about a. a hey, man about a, uh, a a scheduling alliance, and guess who told them to go pound sand? The Sun Belt. The Fun Belt, you mean? The Fun Belt told Oregon State and Washington State that there was no financial incentive and no reason to do that. So, look, By the way, that league's hot. Yeah, it, it it is in everyone's best interest to still come to the table and come up with a, uh, a, a common ground solution to this. So what... My last question about this, because this, there's a lot of, like... It's just minutia. Sure. Gives people tired head, I think. But it's a huge deal. It is a big deal. What is, what are the other Pac-10, Pac-12, the other 10 Pac-12 schools, what are they, what do they want? What does this look like to them? If they win, they stay as voting members, and then the 12 of them decide how they break up all that money? Yes. 
and then they go away when they yeah. So the, they join the Big Ten. The crux of it is is Oregon State 12. and Washington State, are, and this is all just the Spider Man meme. You're pointing fingers. Oregon State and Washington State are saying, "Hey, if you let them vote, they are going to drain every dollar out of this conference, leave us with nothing, mm-hmm. and cripple us from from being able to stay afloat." And the Pac-12 goes away. They're not wrong. And the other ten are saying, horse crap, you guys are going to try to screw us over, keep the $400 million for yourself, and 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 basically just try to greedily hoard it. And it's not fair because, like, how on earth do you get to keep all that money? We haven't done anything wrong other than do what everyone is doing is look out for our best interest. And both sides are saying, we would never do that. Yeah. So I, I think I believe, I don't know, what, what do you where do you stand on that? I think Oregon State and Washington State are not wrong. No. I think that the other 10 schools are kind of wrong. I mean, they're not completely wrong, but they're they're less believable. I, like, the, the judge said that he does not believe that Oregon State and Washington State would do harm to the other programs, and I find that to be ridiculous. Yeah. That they, think, wouldn't be, they wouldn't be vengeful and they wouldn't try to withhold money and well, do a deal that makes sense for them. Well, but, they, but I think they have every right to, right? Because they're the ones... In the worst position. Yes. See, the other 10 schools, the best they can say is, hey, let's just split this up like we would have normally if we're all stayed together and then we'll go our separate ways. Yeah. If they start to get screwy and say, oh, we're just going to bury Oregon State and Washington State, I don't think they would. Yeah. But if they did, boy, that. I get why the Beavers and Cougs are a little weary and sure. saying, hey, we, we need to get ours because they're in the worst position. So I, yes. I 100% would side more with Oregon State and Washington State in this instance. But I also think you're right. I think I think that in the end, they're gonna figure this out and agree. This it, is too much litigation, too much money for lawyers. And they and neither side can, gonna can figure af- it neither out. side can afford to keep kicking this down the road. Yeah. The simple solution They I, want it done. The simple solution is this. Give everyone their money for this year. Here's your $40 million. Get the hell out of Equally. here. Equally. Equally, right? Everyone gets their their cut of the pie, right? That you earned. Going forward, we keep the Pac-12 name. We keep all the the Pac-12 name, image, and likeness. We keep all the resources that are in-house there. And we keep all the future earnings, which is to the tune of like $100 million, right? It's like, actually, some people say it's more like 125, 150. And Oregon State and Washington State use that to keep themselves afloat for a couple years. And you use it to rebuild the conference. And in two years, you have a new Pac-12. And... It's not the old Pac-12, but you still have it moving forward, and everyone can move on with it. I this. think that's fair. At the same time, I don't see the other ten saying that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, to me, to me, therein that, lies the problem. Like, if, if I was a mediator, to me, that is the starting ground. Yeah. And and be and like, then what? See where you go from there. Yeah. To sit there and say to those others, look, you're getting your payout for this last year, because to me. Saying that the, those ten don't get this year's payout, that is unfair to those ten. Agreed. You know, because they've already budgeted. But should you give Oregon State and Washington State more? Yeah, maybe. It's possible. But I think that at least that framework that I laid out there, I don't see how that isn't a huge jumping off point now for, for both sides. And I, Yeah, because I, I think the other ten getting greedy for all of that after I I just that's that's wrong. You yeah, left. It's, it's horse crap. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. And by the way, some people are asking the automatic bid there. It won't be for it won't be for a couple of years. If you're a two team conference, you will not get an automatic bid. the The plan is to go to a 
the top five ranked conferences will get a spot in the new college football playoffs. Conference champions. Conference champions. Yeah. That won't be until the new pack is formed. So if it takes two years, Washington and Oregon State will not be unless they're an at-large team. Once the new conference is formed, if you are one of the five highest-ranked conference champions, the winner of that would still get a chance to go play in the college football playoff. All right. Watch ACC football this weekend on Portland CW. Duke travels to Virginia. Action kicks off Saturday at noon on Portland's CW, your home for local sports. Uh, what is the future of Chip Kelly, Jimbo Fisher, and others? Uh, we'll get to that next, but first, Schultz with SportsCenter. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Prime time with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Our dear friend uh, Dave Bartu tweeted something today that I agree with. <laughs> he said, uh, when is the transfer portal and NIL entitlement exhaustion going to weed out good older coaches in college football? Feels like a coming wave of change. Oh. I think that's right. <laughs> like you're, you're saying that they're going to get canned or they're like... Uh, they're just falling behind. Like, I think Jimbo Fisher is a prime example. Okay, I thought you were talking about maybe the idea that coaches were going to move on. And I'm like, yeah, coaches aren't going to move on to something else. No, no, they're yeah. just going to get weeded. He said yes. weeded out. Yes. And I think that's right. I think you're already seeing it. I think Jimbo Fisher getting fired is interesting. And I think Chip Kelly, you know. Chip, he hates recruiting. Dude, he is older than you think. Chip Kelly's almost 60 years old. Yeah. And I just, I feel like if you look at the job he's done at UCLA and, and what we all know about him, um, He's not built for no. college football now. College no. football is built for, especially with NIL and like like uh, Dave alluded to, the entitlement of the kids and their hands out more than ever yep. and uh, the transfer portal and everything. It is built for guys like Dan Lanning who yep. embrace it and are endless in, in the energy department to go and get what they want. And yep. Jimbo Fisher's not that guy. Chip Kelly's not that guy. Um, and I think over, I think he's right that over the course of the next couple of years, maybe it will take a little longer, maybe not, maybe it will be a mass firing, but I think you're going to see that archetype of coach get turfed. Sure. And, and I also don't think you're going to see them get a lot of good jobs, uh, when they land back on their feet. Like I was thinking about the future of Jimbo Fisher and the future of Chip Kelly. I don't know what that is. Well, look at how quickly and I'm not saying that they necessarily fall into this category for this reason, but they fall into the category of people that I think got old real fast and obsolete. Look at Les Miles and look at Ed Ogeron. Yeah. Like at one point, Ooh, they, Ogeron, that's a good one. they were, I mean, they won national titles and were considered 
you know, elite coaches. And then they were just done. And we'll see what happens with Dabo, but Dabo appears to be on the wrong side and not necessarily old, but a guy that is resistant to change and doesn't like the new way of doing things. Um, Chris Peterson may be the one guy. Chris Peterson left. One of the reasons Chris Peterson left was this. He's just like, yeah, this just isn't for yeah. me anymore. Um, you know, that, that got weeded out. But yeah, absolutely. The the heavy-handed um, taskmaster... It's getting harder for that guy to survive. It is. Uh, Harbaugh still exists, but as much of a red-ass Harbaugh is, apparently he's very much a player's guy. Um, you know, the, and, and his players his players love him. Um, but he's, it, it is getting harder for that. Saban's a guy like that, but but balances it very well because as much of a red-ass as Saban is, Saban still has the goods, and players still yeah, want to play for him. I think that... I mean, we've already seen it in college basketball. Yeah. If you think about it, you know, Roy Williams getting out of there. Yep. Um, God, who else? Wasn't there a bunch of guys? That, oh, Coach K. Well, Calhoun's gone. Coach K's gone. And not for that reason, but Bayheim's out. Yeah. So I think is it's, Izzo long for this? I think it's going to be true in college football too. And and I'm looking right at Saban. I I could see Saban in the next couple of years going. You know what? This isn't. And he won't. He he probably won't admit it. Yeah. But this the changing nature of the game. Yeah. He may just hang it up well, and retire. And, and it's going to be, at least for guys like that, you have the resource. Did you hear P.J. Fleck recently was the, the he, he pulled a Dickert? Um, Turdville? Yeah. What did he say? Well, he said the exact same thing that Jake Dickert said. He, you surround yourself with turds, you're headed towards Turdville. He made an impassioned plea to, I think it's called Dinky Town, is their NIL. He basically said that the world of college football is now about one thing and one thing only. And that's NIL. That if you don't have the resources to get players, and he said more importantly to keep your players, you won't win. And he said that you look around the country. I think they lost seven starters last year in the in the portal. He said some of our best players are now the best players on other teams. And by the way, I mean Bucky Irving was a freshman star at Minnesota, and he's now starring the last two years somewhere other than Minnesota. Yeah. And so like PJ Fleck basically came out and was like, I'm not, and he did that. I'm not trying to make excuses and I'm not saying that our NIL is, isn't great. And I know we have a lot of dedicated fans, but this is the reality that if we don't find a way to raise more money, we will not win plain and simple. And so at least guys like Saban and that are at big programs, they have that. I feel if you're a red ass old <clears throat> school coach, and you're coaching at Minnesota, you're coaching at Purdue, or you're coaching at Washington State or Arizona State or someplace like that. Good freaking luck. Uh, that's uh, so. This thing is is changing. We thought NIL might spread out the wealth a little bit, and it's it's not. It's By the just way, it's it's going to draw a bigger divide between the haves and the have-nots. Is Fleck? Uh... On his way out the door with comments like that, it's possible. I mean, he—I don't know if he's still a hot enough name, but he, I could see him at A and M. I don't know if he—he would be so far down their list of guys. A and M is going to look for a A and M views themselves as a is a, is a big deal, and they are going to be looking for yeah, something bigger than, than I know, old I know PJ they'll Fleck. look for it. I don't know that they'll get it. Well, they can. The thing is, I'll be interested if they do the dumbass thing again of just thinking that they can buy their way into everything. And we've seen this. Like, Would that be Dabo? It might be Dabo. Yeah. See, I think, I go back and forth on that. If A&M bought Dabo away from Clemson, mm -hmm. I, I think that's good. 
Oh, I wouldn't do that. You don't think so? No. See, that's why I, I, I go. I think, I think it's. I think the game is starting to to pass. Well, pass I go. I go both ways. It's like I see that. I see what you're saying, and that he's just older, and he's starting to be grumpy about nil and all this. Yep. But at the same time, he's a hell of a coach. I mean, you won't find a uh, outside of Saban and a few others. You're, you're not going to find a guy with a better resume to hire. Yep. Uh, of course, that was Jimbo Fisher too, yep. um, who had won a national championship. Not many of those guys laying around, and they got him, and he didn't do that much there. So maybe Dabo would fall into that same category. But I, I feel like that's—I don't know. I some, I feel like that's a good get if they were able to do that. But outside of that, who is the big money grab? Like who who do they throw a ton of money at to get? I mean, who do you? Uh, I don't know who that is. A guy that you could conceivably get. Um, Big money guy. Well, maybe it's Jim Har. <laughs> maybe it's Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> you know, if that, oh that- boy, I don't see him. At <laughs> I don't think so either. Station. I was just, I was just kind of, you know, thinking outside the box there. Um, I'd be interested to know who the the next. If, if I was a program like A and M, um, I don't know if I I wouldn't hire a, a head coach. I wouldn't hire a sitting head coach. I would go find the most dynamic and up and coming offensive coordinator in college football. Um, or defensive guy, you know, the Dan Lanning thing. I think the next future wave of college football is what you were talking about. I'm on board with what you said in that I think it is young, 30-something, dynamic recruiters that just want to live at the office and want to outwork everybody. I think that is the future of college football. And I think that the Brian Kellys and, how, by the way, how's that working out at LSU? Well, that's a good one. There's another one. I could see him got kind of how's it working fizzling. Out? D- Brian's not working. Dabo's not working right now. Um, I I would go find someone like that. Mario Cristobal, who's an old school red ass, um, although he's he's younger and and again as a recruiting guy, just isn't really working at, at Miami. I would go find. I would go find someone, you know, the like a who did when Tennessee went with Josh Heupel, and I know Tennessee's taking a step back this year, but that go find me the guy who's scoring fifty points. Go find me Chip Kelly when he was at New Hampshire. Except find me someone that wants to go recruit, because I think if you put a bright offensive mind that's a dynamic recruiter at A and M, there's no reason you shouldn't win there. No damn reason. I would not go after the old. 60 year old guy that's kind of resting on laurels that doesn't relate to kids. Would you go get Kiffin? It's interesting because he's done a nice job at Old Miss without a lot of resources. I think I, I think you could do a lot worse than than Lane Kiffin at, at Texas AM. Absolutely. I think you could do a lot worse. Kingsbury? Be interesting. Yeah, I'd give I'd give Kingsbury a, a, a shot at that. Wasn't great at Texas AM or at Texas Tech, but again, the resources weren't there. Chip Kelly? Oh, no. What? Well, and is he done? Power Five? You think with Chip? Yeah, you, I think you... he's. Well, if he ends up somewhere, I could see him ending up at someplace small and just coaching. Going back to Connecticut. Well, he does not want to participate. No, in, wait, New Hampshire. Yeah, New Hampshire. He does not want to participate in the twenty four seven. You know, three sixty five recruiting. He doesn't. Well, he, maybe NFL then. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it. No, with with guys like Chip and then all those other blue bloods, I get it. The authoritarian region and Chip Kelly, especially known for that, that's not necessarily that regime isn't going to work. But am I to understand that the NIL money is 
basically the reason that they're pissed about this, these old coaches, is that they want it behind the scenes. They want it behind closed doors at all these blue blood programs as opposed to everybody having access to it. Because I hear that they're like, well, the competitive balance is messed up. But it was messed up when Alabama and Ole Miss and everybody else was handing bags of cash behind closed doors. I, I, I'm having trouble it's, it's, straightening all this out. In my it's head. different when... Yes, that's going on, but not everyone was getting paid. Like, if you were a five-star kid, you got paid. De'Anthony Thomas and, and you know, just players like that, you got paid. And you got paid to go and, and take recruiting trips. That was different. And, yeah, some of it trickled down to some of the other guys. Now, if you want a four- or five-star kid to show up on campus, it's out in the open. You got to give them five to ten grand. If you want to get a four- or five-star kid, uh, it's not a matter of, of if – it's a matter of how much and how many other schools are willing to pay him. If you want to keep your, the, the big one is if you want to keep your roster together. I mean, that's the biggest deal for some of these coaches is every year you have to recruit your own damn roster. I think that's what Fleck was saying. I was yes. just kind of reading through his quotes. He was saying, look, the, the hard part is just my depth. Yeah. Like I cannot keep this thing together with depth wise because everybody's coming and poaching my players because they're giving them more than we have. Yes. So that's the difference is that it's, it's one thing if you're, because the, the schools like Minnesota were never competing with the big, like Minnesota wasn't paying kids. They weren't. They didn't have the money. Yeah, they may give a couple bucks here and there, but they weren't. No kid was getting big money to go to Minnesota. Now the kids at Minnesota do have to get money or they will go somewhere else. And when Bucky Irving shows up as a freshman and runs for 700 yards and people are like, dude, this kid's going to be good. Now, instead of you know telling Bucky, hey, you can go be you know you know great here, we're like hey, you can come be great here, and by the way, we'll give you two hundred fifty thousand dollars a car and an apartment. Minnesota can't compete with that, so that's that's where. So before it was a luxury, now it's expected. It's an and well, it's a necessity. How many coaches do we have to hear say it's everything now? It's everything. Even Kyle Winningham, who's kind of an old school guy, I was listening to, I'll listen to the Pac 12 radio sometimes, and they go around and do all the different coaches' shows. And, you know, and to hear Kyle Winningham, he tries to downplay it a little bit, but, you know, Kyle was kind of laughing at the whole truck thing. And even he was like, well, he's like, I'm, I'm glad like we came up with that because he said, like, you don't know what we're up against. Well, do you, did you want another guy that could retire soon? Kyle Winningham. That guy. Yeah. He's another one yeah. that fits that mold where it's like, ah, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. Because you can tell he gets exhausted in dealing with it, but you know if you want to compete at this level, that's what it takes. Well, Bartu, I think is right. I think it's going to be a mass exodus of the old guard. So it's already started. Yeah. Jimbo is out. Chip Kelly. The rumor is uh, that he will be out if they lose to USC and at the end of the season if they don't. So there you go. I, I don't. I think we've seen the end of big time Chip Kelly. And, you know, we see this with, like, who is it? Uh, Rich Rodriguez went down this way. Dan Hawkins went down this way. We've seen a lot of coaches. Again, I mentioned Ooh. Ed Ogeron and, and Les Miles. There were a lot of coaches that at once were a big deal, and then the light just kind of Flickered. dies out. Chip Kelly to San Diego State? Yeah, something like that I could see. If I was San Diego State, I, I think a guy like Chip Kelly makes total sense. Does Jimbo land on his feet somewhere? No, I think he's done. Seventy-five million dollars to go away. Uh, how old is you know? Yeah, that's true. I was going to look up how old he is. He has no offset language though. He managed to work that in there, so he can go. Did take you know it. that Chip Kelly is older than Jimbo Fisher? No, I didn't. Yeah, how Chips. Old? Chips fifty-nine. Jimbo's fifty-eight. Jimbo's only fifty-eight. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe he does. But I'll tell you what. I think 
when you look at Jimbo Fisher, go look at you take Jameis Winston out of Jimbo Fisher's teams and look at his numbers. There, I, I don't think Jimbo anyone's rolling out the red carpet for Jimbo anymore. So the question is, does Jimbo want to take a job making five, six million bucks a year, coaching at a lesser well, school? Does he have to forfeit his seven million a year he gets from AM? No. He can double dip. The the uh he, he when he worked out that extension, he has no buyout, although he didn't need one because he got fired. It's all guaranteed and there's no offset language. He can go take another job. Yeah, so when you're saying offset language, that's what that means. Almost every college coach has it where if you get a thirty million dollar buyout, when you take another job, whatever you're making at that job. Uh, gives the discount of what you're getting from your buyout. And apparently Jimbo has none of that. <laughs> he gets it all, and he can go take whatever other job he wants. But So great. If you're a big-time program that pays six, seven, eight million bucks a year, why would you go hire Jimbo Fisher? I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. All right, uh, there's hot college football coach talk. This leads to the gambling angle of the week next on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, last little bit here. We got to move on to the club. We've been behind all day because Schultz's been so busy in there. It's just my fault. It's behind. It's not his fault. No, it is. He's got timesheets to do, and <laughs> you know Which what? Those Chuck th- says should take five minutes. Hey, that's five big minutes, man. Those weren't even the hardest things. That, that was like two mm. of like eight things, but 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 sure. Eight things, Rob. He's dealing with eight <laughs> things. How many are you eight. dealing with over there? Eight, eight? nine, ten. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, I was texting back and forth with Buck today. Yeah. He's also, doing nothing, by the way. No, he's just sitting around. Maybe Schultz, maybe you can get Buck to help you with like three of those things. He's not doing anything. Besides taking shirtless uh, selfies. Well, oh, he, yeah. you know, Bucks picks uh, six and one, I think. Six, oh. six and two, six and one. Well, God, he's got plenty of time now to figure him out. Let's go, Buck. Better than mine. I got the YouTubers calling me out. The comments, uh, A, lose weight, Schultze, and B, maybe he has time to make some lackluster well, picks. Oh, that's so. Very nice. Jeez, we're taking fat shots <laughs> now? Getting, getting tossed. I, you know what? I'm not busy. I'm here. I should never have said anything. I apologize. I was just making convo at five o'clock. He's but, uh, everybody's on, a little sensey. Picking yeah. on Paul or poor uh, Schulte. The like, stupid YouTuber. Hey, shut up, YouTubers. Yeah. You lose some weight. How about you take, lose weight? Take I will. your butt out of here, and then I'll gain it back. <laughs> I guarantee it. We'll stop drinking those coffees. Well, that would help. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, I don't know. Buckley and I were texting <clears> back and forth about my theory, and you know my theory. It is now coming into play. My theory has always been. That when a coach is sniffing around another job, his yeah. team goes in the toilet. Yeah. And it happens right about now. Mm-hmm. Because Michigan State needs a coach. Um, 
Texas A&M needs a coach. You know UCLA, if they're about to fire Chip Kelly, they're sniffing around right now. Sure. So the gambling angle of the week, or maybe next week, maybe we keep an eye on it this week or next week, you know, depends how you feel about it, how ballsy you want to get, but watch out for the teams with coaches who are negotiating new jobs. Those teams will go south. Candidates. Duke, if Mike Elko is is uh, zeroing in on that AM job or they're zeroing in on him, yeah, be prepared. Watch out for Duke to go south. Watch out for Clemson to possibly go south if Dabo's moving to Texas AM. Uh, possibly Colorado. Possibly Oregon State. You mentioned Jonathan Smith to UCLA as a possibility. Yeah. Possibly Kansas. Lance Leipold has said, much like Dan Lanning, he's not going anywhere. But and they just dropped. Know. They just dropped a, a, a inexcusable loss to a uh, backup quarterback yeah. at Texas Tech. Well, yeah, they the KU's quarterback got hurt, but even before that, yeah. they looked inexplicably bad. Yeah. Uh, so that's in, that. You're right. That kind of that pencils. So uh, you know, just a little something to keep an eye on. Yeah, just I mean, a little something to keep an eye on. Although uh, you know, Bartu always says to if you love money. Yeah, Dave Bartu always says that any of the rumors you hear, no one knows crap when it comes to coaching searches. Yeah, he does. He, say that. he claims that that stuff is kept so tight knit that yeah. you know it's all speculation. It's just people throwing crap against. He said them. it's ninety nine percent speculation and one percent calculated leaks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's agents that are trying to get their clients' names out. Hey, there. that crap. You Works uh, or to scare oh, up, man. scare up more money. I mean, that's how Jimbo got that extension at A and M because remember Mike Woodward uh, was the one that hired him at A and M, and they have a long relationship. And then he left and took the job at LSU, and there was always that like, well, maybe he'll go to LSU with uh, with old Woody, and then they drummed up this just monstrosity of a contract extension and- with no buyout and no offset language, and you know. Now, next thing you know, A&M is, is paying out $75. they are actually paying out $100 million when they get rid of his whole staff. They're writing a check for $100 million effing dollars for them to not coach there. I don't know if this is still true. Didn't Jimbo have the same agent as Willie Taggart, which was why that Florida State kind of, you know, to Oregon, to Texas A&M all happened at the same time. Mike Sexton, I believe, was negotiating for both of them. So, you know, keep, keep that in mind, too. Mm-hmm. If there's agency connections here, if there's two or three guys at different schools sure. that have the same guy, yeah. you know, running their contracts. Tell you speak. what, agents and contract agents and uh, and ads and previous contacts. Yeah, that obviously makes a, a big deal when, when it comes to these things. The one guy that uh, would know, one of the guys that would know on my uh, little gambling angle mm-hmm. angle theory here. Yeah. it is Bartu. Yes, he would know who Dave's, is Dave's connected to those things. Who is actually being talked about? The one that I would be interested that I think would totally leap. Is is Coach Prime? <laughs> Dude, he's out of there. I think if some, right? I think if someone came along with like an A and M type job, I do. I think what he'd do you leave. A and M type job. How about A and M? That's what I'm saying. Like A and M or something to that that effect. I he's think he gone. would leave in a heartbeat. All right. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> well, they've lost what five no, in, five in a row. It just never fit in Boulder. Weird fit. Yeah, but not I mean, that he's leaving. He may stay, but. Uh, he made it. I mean, for a brief moment, he he made it work. They should have beat. Well, he's a good coach. They should have beat Arizona. What's the? What is a weirder fit? Him in College Station or Boulder? Because they're both. Man, I mean, man, he weird. played. It, he lives in in Dallas, right? Isn't that where his like residence is? Yeah, he lives in Texas somewhere. I think. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it's Dallas. Yeah, cowboy guy somewhere yeah, in that not area. Not a military guy. No, you know, no, 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 no. I'd, I'd, you know, I'd be interested to see. You know, Sumlin talked about that. Not a bougie that. white guy either. So no. Boulder's <laughs> a weird fit. So it's like, 
I don't know. Those are two of the most weird. Those are two of the weirdest possible fits for for Deion Sanders. I feel like Colorado and AM. I feel like he's a guy, at least from a personality standpoint, I, I think he would work anywhere simply because he's just a force of nature. Yeah, uh, you he's know, got that Ted Lasso yeah. factor. I don't know if he'd, you know, again, well, see Colorado. We don't even know if he'll win at Colorado. Like I said, he's lost. He lost to Stanford, UCLA, Oregon State, and Arizona, though. Should have beat Stanford and, yeah, and should have beat Arizona. Yeah. We, we all know if he stays, he'll do a good job. I would think. I, w- I would think. But, you know, wherever he ended up, I just don't think he would be a guy that would ever be intimidated or not work culturally anywhere simply because he's just he's just him he's just he's unique he's unique Uh, somebody texted us in earlier but it's worth repeating here that you can't wait to see him go to texas a&m and take a giant dump on all of their stupid traditions that they love over there and he's like i don't care put on these sunglasses and this bling i would be interested to see what a bunch of rich old texas oil guys yeah Think about him. Well, and those in. cheerleader weirdos that yeah, they have there. Yeah, the yell leader. The yell. I mean, what? <laughs> Why do you think Dion's going to fit with that? <laughs> it would. It I mean, would, half of it's like outwardly racist. Yes, it would. It would be something else. So maybe it is a better fit in Colorado. <laughs> All right. Well, we're done. Maybe. Let's go to the club. You guys want to go to the club? Yeah, why not? Does, Hell yeah. Does Schultz have Schultz, time? do you have enough? Yeah, are you okay? We're, we're, we're long past Do you that. need me to do something for you in order to get you to the club? Yeah, what are the other six things? Can we list those things? Uh, wipe my ass and get me some water. Then we're good to go. Well, I'm not going to wipe your ass. That's a little <laughs> bit awkward. Boy's ass! You know, get a bidet first off. It's much better than Actually, wiping. Costco has a good deal for Christmas, and I think it looks awesome. It's where I got mine. The Brondell, like 5000 it's the best thing. It's the worst part when I travel. Uh, I miss it so much. Because you go to the hotels and they have that rough hotel toilet paper. I'm telling you, man, I can't handle it. I come home and it's like, that's my first order of business. I go in there and just, you know, embrace embrace the Brondell. More flight drama next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.